Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you had a great weekend. I took a little bit a day off yesterday because I needed a break, needed to go out, but I was tired. And I went to see a show with a friend of mine, um, a, 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 a band that was playing some old uh, old music from the, uh, was it uh, the 60s, 70s and 80s or 80s and 90s? But it was all older music and um, it, was, it was fun to watch. I was sitting down and doing nothing because I, I was tired, but it was a good outing. It was a good break and I was really happy and I hope you had a great time. Um, all of you, thank you so much for joining me, your support. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I also gave a, a conference on the Taj, uh, a short talk, should I say, not a big conference, but on the Taj being um, not a Mughal monument. So I had some work yesterday in the morning, but uh, beyond that, in the evening, I had a good time and, and I'm back today. So thank you for joining me, really appreciate it. So today we're going to do something special. Uh, on history, I was sent a link by one of my listeners, and uh, hello to him. Thank you very much for the link. Um, he um, sent me a link on someone who I've heard about, done research, but I never knew his influence. Now, I'm talking of none other than King Krishna Raja Vadiar. Vadiar. Um, he was. Um, the 24th Maharaja of Mysore, reigning from 1902 until his death in 1940. Okay, if you've never heard of him, look him up, Krishna Raja Vadiyar IV. Uh, now, the reason I was sent this link was, uh, you know, we always talked about uh, how Nehru was the inspiration for India, how the Congress brainwashed us for that, and all these secular, secular parties uh, it is Nehru's India. If we like India today, it's because of Nehru. Nehru was the father of the constitution. or He influenced the constitution. Ambedkar supposedly did it. But Nehru, Nehru, Nehru. They crib about... Um, they crib about... Uh, about Modi taking center stage, getting the limelight. They crib about everyone else. They, they locked up history in in the in the uh, cycles of time, and they have they thought that you know they locked it away and no one's going to find out. And we're just going to sit there and believe what they say. And now that we don't believe what they say anymore, we're doing our own research. They are crying. Democracy is failing. It's not democracy. It's their socialist, suffocating mentality that's failing. Because we know now uh, that a lot of things that they told us were incorrect. One of the things was Nehru was the father of modern India. Well, I'm sorry, he is not. And thanks to the link, we know now that Krishna Raja Vadya the Fault was really the one who spearheaded. Um, um, he, he was way ahead of his time and he spearheaded India's uh, ascent to modernity along with many other people obviously and he was not the only one but he is one of the pioneers uh, along with Jamshid Sitata um, and many many other uh, people but um, 
you're going to have to listen to this and, and do your research, my friends, because we have not given him his true place in history. We've put Nehru's face and name everywhere and Mahatma Gandhi, but this is the true father of the nation, uh, one of the true fathers of the nation, because... Uh, Independence is not got by political gains only or sleeping with the governor, uh, the viceroy's wife. Uh, independence is received through knowledge, uh, advancement, um, challenge, uh, innovation, uh, thinking out of the box. And that, my dear friend, is the um, basis. This is the motto for... Um, the uh, the the fourth raja sorry the twenty fourth um, raja of Mysore Krishna Raja Vadiya the fourth so I'm going to read you a little write up about him and I hope that you will do your research as I mentioned so. He reigned from 1902 until his death in 1940. He was born in 1884. He was popularly known as Raja Shri or the saintly king. Um, and even uh, the one and only Mahatma Gandhi revered him, uh, revered the king in 1925 for his reforms and achievements. Okay, um, his state, the state of Mysore, uh, was supposedly the best administered state in the world, uh, acknowledged by a Viscount John Sankey. Um, in 1930, uh, for those who are not aware, uh, and that included me. He's often regarded as the father of modern Mysore, and this modern Mysore inspired, uh, obviously, uh, Mahatma Gandhi and Nehru, and from here, Nehru gets his inspiration to then uh, take this all over the country. But yes, um, the Maharaja of Mysore is the father not only of, of my modern Mysore, but also of modern India. Um, his reign was literally dubbed as the Golden Age of Mysore. Um, and he is considered dharmic, which we call Hindu today, but it's dharmic. So he was very pro-Vedic pro, um, uh, knowledge, Vedic literature, revival of the Vedic uh, civilization, our knowledge. Um, so We'll go straight to what he, um, what he, um, how he grew up. His father unfortunately died very, very young, after his sudden, the sudden death of his father in Calcutta in eighteen ninety four. His widowed mother ruled over the state until nineteen o two, until he reached the age of majority uh, to rule and his ascension to the throne. Um, he became the fourth king of Mysore by name, hence uh, known as vernacular, uh, known as Nalvadi Krishna Raja Vadiyar. Uh, the word Nalvadi means fourth in Kannada. Um, his early uh, administrative training was imparted by Sir Stuart Fraser at the bomb of the Bombay Civil Service. Okay, um, he studied principles of jurisprudence and methods of revenue administration. Was supplemented by extensive tours of the state, during which he gained immense knowledge of the nature of the country, which he would later govern. So, in um, 
he he ascended to the throne in 1902. <coughs> Sorry. The state of Mysore became the first state with a representative assembly, uh, a democratic forum in 1881, the modern method of democracy, obviously, because there has been democracy before in, in, in the Indian subcontinent and all over parts of the world, including Greece, Europe. So it has existed before. Um, the assembly was enlarged and became by Carmurrell in 1907 and the create, and with the creation of the Mysore Legislative Council, a house of elders which introduced much new legisla legislation for the state. Um, under the Maharaja's rule, there, were, there was development in many, many fields. Um, and for those who don't know, very important and it is something to tag and to tag and remember for the for the uh, ages because this one is 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 the most highlighted um development that you will know uh, during the maharaja's reign the kingdom of mysore uh sorry was the first to get it first city in Asia to have street lights, my friend. That's right. The first city in Asia to have street lights, first lit on the fifth of August, nineteen o five. That's right, and it was celebrated recently uh, by the Bangalore, uh, the um, Mysore um, Council, uh, Municipal Council, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to look it up over here. I can't find it, but yes, he he did absolutely. Here we go. Uh, International Business Times uh, had an article on it on in twenty twenty August. Uh, the first electric street lamp to light up Asia installed in Bengaluru uh, turns hundred and fifteen, and this was under the reign of the Honorable uh, His Excellency the Maharaja of Mysore. Um, in the kingdom of Mysore. So uh, the Maharaja worked in, for alleviating poverty, okay, uh, improving, invested in, in uh, construction, reconstruction, especially rural construction, public health, industry, economic regeneration, educated and fine arts, okay. He abolished child marriage um, uh, for girls below eight, and he invested in girls' education and offered scholarship for widowed women. Um, he in emphasized India's self-reliance and the eventual British from uh, independence from India. The Maharaja encouraged spinning um, at scale, for which Gandhi praised him. So he was one of the pioneers of of. Uh, what we would call Khadi, come to know as Khadi, that means spinning uh, yarn in our own homes, in our own uh, villages, and self-reliant on our industries. Um, he set up several uh, education institutions. He was the first chancellor of the Banaras Hindu University, uh, very important to know that, and the University of Mysore, whose founder he was, the latter, um, okay, so the 
Indian Institute of Science at Bangalore, which was initiated during his mother's tenure as a region, functionally started during his reign in 1911. Okay, that's important to know. Um, so the university that's called, I apologize, I'm going to just go back, I lost my page here. The University of, um, the Indian Institute uh, of science at Bangalore was initiated. So that's the I IISC. So we see this was 44 years before the IITs came into being. Uh, so we always say, oh, well, it was Nehru, Nehru in, who, who started the IITs, and we owe Nehru all of this. We owe uh, the first prime minister, and the Congress has lamented it all over the place. The secularists have said he is the pioneer of education from this old feudal system of caste and Dalit. So caste is wrong, we know. That's a lie. Dalit is a, is a, is a Judeo-Christian concept, which got leftover as dirty laundry on the Indian subcontinent and IITs were not started by Nehru. Uh, his inspiration started with the Maharaja of Mysore who started the Indian Institute of Science, or should I say uh, was one of the pioneers um, because he um, the Maharaja gave land, we shall see later, he gave land for this, 371 acres of land and a donation of funds was given by the Maharaja. Uh, the Indian Institute of Science, um, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, Jamshedji Tata, no, yeah, Jamshedji Tata was the founder and land was, was given uh, by the Maharaja of Mysore, um, and which gave them the ability to uh, start this institute. And he was one of the uh, uh, pioneers of this. He, he, he allocated funds for this. And so he was um, a pioneer in getting scientific education into Bangalore, into Mysore. Sorry, I apologize. Um, the Maharaja was a patron of Indian, both Carnatic and Hindustani and Western classical music. He was an accomplished musician like his pre uh, predecessors and patronized fine arts. Uh, he was a connoisseur of Carnatic and Hindu Hindustani music. And he played eight musical instruments, the flute, the violin, the saxophone, the piano and the mridangam. Never heard that one. Nadaswara, the sitar and the veena. Um... There were many, many people who were guests at his court and um, and he entertained many, many people, many a people, uh, dignitaries until his untimely death in 1940. Um, so we'll look at some of the contributions um, of the Maharaja, uh, either through funds, through land, um, through many, uh, uh, to many, um, avenues of uh, helping out and, and empowering the poor uh, infrastructure, health uh, and reforms to, to alleviate poverty uh, of the people of Mysore, of his state. Um, 
1902, hydroelectric project at Shivan Samudra Falls is founded. 1903, Minto Eye Hospital is built in Bangalore, one of the world's oldest specialized ophthalmology hospitals. 1905, Bangalore becomes the first city in Asia to get electric streetlights. 1907, Mysore Legislative Council is established with a view to associate a certain number of non-official persons having practical experience and knowledge to assist the government. In 1909, Indian Institute of Science is established in Bangalore. State Bank of Mysore uh, is established. I remember going to, you know, having one in my locality when I was in India and my grandfather used to pass by and it was so cool. There were all these trees in the compound. Um, I don't know if I... I don't remember ever going in, but I know I had it in my vicinity and it was very, very nice. Uh, this was, yeah, it, it was fantastic. Um, Mysore Agricultural Residential School established in Bangalore in 1913. In 1889 by Maharani um, Devi, his mother, with an initial grant of 30 acres uh, for an experimental agricultural station. In 1915, uh, the Kannada Sahitya Parishad at Bangalore established and the formation of the Mysore Social Progress Association to empower the weaker sections of society. University of Mysore is established in, in 1916. Bangalore Printing Publishing Company established. Yuvraj College at Mysore is established. Mysore Chamber of Commerce, Government Sandalwood Oil Factory. School of Engineering is established at Bangalore. Maharaja's Science College of women in 1917. Uh, yes, my dear friends, Maharani Science College for Women established in 1917. The first leg of the Mysore State Railways was finished in 1918, uh, opened three, 232 miles of railway to traffic. Uh, wood distillation factory in 1918, Mysore Chrome and Tanning factory. Um, he appointed a commission to analyze problems of uh, marginalized classes, and uh, and later rec which later recommended a uh, reservation for twenty five percent jobs to the government in for uh, underprivileged people. Nineteen twenty one, Lalita Mahal Palace finished. Uh, government Science School Board at Bangalore was found. Mysore Ironworks was found. Nineteen twenty three, women and Enfranchisement, first Indian state to do so. Mysore Medical College is established. More than 100 um, acres of land is donated uh, for the establishment of the National Institute of Mental Health and Neurosciences. Um, in 1927, the Krishna Rajinda Hospital in Mysore is established. Now the Mysore Medical College. The KR market of at Bangalore is established, a main wholesale market dealing with commodities. Um, the Krishna uh, Krishna Rajangara Township was finished in 1930 after a flood of the Kaveri damaged a nearby town. The Sir Philomena Cathedral uh at Mysore is inaugurated. Bangalore Town Hall is built in 1933. My, Mysore Sugar Mills is established at Mandaya. KR Mills at Mysore is established. And I haven't finished, my friend. We're, we're still only in 1933. 
1934, 10 acres of land in Bangalore gifted to C.V. Raman from what is now the C.V. Raman in Research Institute. Mysore paper mills established at Badarwati. Mysore lamps at Bangalore established. Mysore chemical and fertilizer factories at Bella Gola established. Mysore paints and varnish limited is established in, in 1937. 1938, Maharani College for Women is established in Mysore. The Mandya district, Hassan district is formed, and 1939, glass and porcelain factory is established in Bangalore. Um, and the Hirbaskara Dam, now known as the Mahatma Gandhi Hydroelectric Dam, I don't know why, um, is founded in 1939. Unfortunately, in 1940, he passes away, if I'm not mistaken, by a... Um, heart attack uh but my dear friends he has uh gone overboard um in in development of the of the state of his kingdom of um the principality um and really really uh worked for um thinking out of the box, taking it to the next level, taking his people to the next level, investing in programs for the underprivileged. Um, and he was a pioneer in all of this. Um, it is very, very important to understand if you, if you were not aware of this before. Um, Hindustan Aeronautics, okay, HAL, we know HAL, uh, Hindustan Aeronautics, which was in the news lately because um, Narendra Modi gave a big contract to them. Uh, HAL is one of the oldest and largest, largest aircraft and defense manufacturers in the world. It was Maharaja's, it was Maharaja's vision, seeking engineers and industrialists, he sponsored the project. Hal was built in Bangalore in his reign and completed three months after his death. So this is another institute that is uh, one of the, where the Maharaja was one of the pioneers and um, his contribution is second to none, my dear friend. It is still felt even today. And his, his vision now became the vision of India, was carried forward uh, and, uh, by Nehru, who was a beneficiary of the Maharaja and not vice versa. Um, if you ever get a chance to go to Bangalore, the Victoria Hospital in Bangalore, it was the first hospital in entire India to provide 24-7 emergency services. This hospital was established by the Maharaja in 1901 or by his family. Um, like I said, in 1909, the II. SC was founded, Indian Institute of Science, founded in Bangalore, 371 acres of land given to them, 44 years before, um, before the IITs were formed. So, um, the next time, the next time you uh, are told that Nehru's vision is modern India, uh, if we like India today, we're proud of India, we have to say thank you to Nehru. That is false, completely false. Uh, this is very important to know our history before, not cut it out and, and take it out of context. Uh, the currents that formed the waves. 
Uh, there are many other people who contributed. Obviously, he was not the only one, but he is one of the pioneers. We have forgotten about him. If you ask anyone in India, 99.9% except the people, uh, not counting the people of Mysore and Bangalore, um, would not remember him. We know Tipu Sultan, who's promoted by the Congress, but we have never heard of this man. So it is important for you to research. Uh, we thank him. We are grateful to him. We are beneficiaries of his vision. And Indian descendants of the Indian subcontinent and India are, are greatly, greatly um, in debt to this man. And we stand here today, uh, 120 odd years later, saying thank you to him. Uh, we wish him peace. And we wish that his dream of a better India, of a more scientific India, and a revolutionary India, uh, uh, India that is healed uh, will come true, and it will with his new, uh, with the new pioneer in in charge, the Honorable Prime Minister Narendra Modi, whose vision is taking India um, to the third largest economy by in another two years or three years, and in in and going to be a superpower. Well, I don't like the word superpower, but in in the on the right track uh, by twenty thirty. So. Um, we are we always grateful to be in this time that uh, we have such a leader in in the honorable narendra modi but we also have to remember the people who who our ancestors who who laid the foundation for us walked the land and and left her heritage for us to benefit from and and we have to take that be grateful and take that and move on to the next generation and transfer this knowledge so that we can heal we can remember and we can always be inspired for a better india a better future and um be part of the um of of the generation and and the countries of the world that contribute um that heal that spreads her knowledge um and 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 and, and contributes to a better planet and this man is as inspirational as it inspirational as it gets um he worked around he 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 uh contributed to an india during the time of the first world war which is very difficult at times so you have to put that in context uh people were going around people were dying there were world wars going on and he was contributing in such massive amounts to the indian uh society to the uh, society of his state and that inspiration is what we're we are is the reason where we are today so uh thank you to him and his uh, family uh the maharaja and his descendants uh may he rest in peace om shanti and may we all be inspired uh to take up the baton and spread the knowledge to people uh who need it the most thank you very much for your time i hope this was a uh, um a, a nice podcast a decent podcast um, something that inspired us and I would ask you to please share it with your friends, your, your neighbors, your social media friends, um, so that we can be better and we can empower ourselves with knowledge, we can heal and, um, and, and, and contribute to a better India. Thank you. Good day and see you tomorrow.